The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Boy, I got a heavy wallet. Jordan with my host. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing today? Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I've gotten over it by now. It's been almost 24 hours, and I'm not a, a huge Eagles fan anyway. But just that was a, just a complete shit way to end a great football game in the Super Bowl. Just a fantastic matchup between two uh, great quarterbacks. I feel like uh, Eagles and Hurt should have had at least a chance to get the ball back if, if they don't call that holding penalty, which, sure, technically it's probably a hold, but they haven't hadn't called that all game. You got you to abide by that, but uh, whatever. It's uh, another another loss with the Phillies lost in the World Series, the Union lost in the MLS Cup that people are bringing up, and now the uh, Eagles lost in the Super Bowl. So I guess the Flyers are going to lose in the uh, Stanley Cup final. <laughs> Uh, you mean the the 76ers probably have a better chance of uh, of uh, fulfilling mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, I'm still sick, so uh, it was a pretty uh, pathetic weekend, especially Sunday. Saturday was pretty fun. You know, I got hammered and watched the UFC. That was uh, a lot of fun. Won lots of bets in hockey. Super Bowl is fine, just watching my couch, coughing my lungs out. Uh, but uh, yeah, props went well. I was uh, I had a bit more money on the Eagles with all the futures stuff, but uh, yeah, you you can't uh, you can't look past Mahomes and what he did there. I think that he was uh, you know he's he's kind of milking it so far as his injury and whatnot. But you know he goes on for like this big long run and then he he, he walks back limping. I, I don't understand that. Like he's running fine and then he just uh, limps away when when he has to walk. I, I don't understand that but uh, anyway all credit to the chiefs they are the comeback kings for sure and uh full credit to them they are definitely the new dynasty in the making yeah they're maybe one or two super bowl wins away if they had got that one against tampa bay a few years ago then maybe you could kind of start throwing no, the dynasty talk they're, they're, st- they're still a dynasty this is a <clears> modern <throat> day dynasty you're not gonna get no, they need one more they need one more, the, they need one need more, more in the next two years like yeah, you gotta get like three out of five. One more appearance five. to be a dynasty. Like the Blackhawks like, are the only dynasty since the the Isles, yeah. really. Maybe the like hockey's a bit different. Lightning, I mean, the Lightning, not a dynasty. Um, yeah, yeah. No, they only have two. You don't. So. Like we're not talking like oh, like an all-time great team. Like that dynasty. A modern day dynasty. Just, like, I get like what it's you're not, saying. Yeah. To quote Chris Cuthbert, the dynasty will be denied. A new legacy begins. That's what happened when the Avalanche beat the Lightning. So go fuck yourself. You need three titles to be called a dynasty. Okay, now is it easier to like win back-to-back or three in a row or be a dynasty in the NFL or the NHL these days? What do you think? NFL. Because it's all, all about so the quarterback. Too. 100%. I if you have an elite quarterback, you can you can make a dynasty around him. Whereas hockey, you need lots of different things to go your way. 
That's true. Ed, but anything, if you say saying that, that's what I would say. Maybe Tampa is on that dynasty thing, man. Like three appearances and four years. They need one more. One more. Football plays what? I, I know it's obviously a more grueling game, but they played 20 games a season, including playoffs. Hockey plays 20 in the playoffs alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Different too. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird conversation to kind of touch on, right? But it's interesting at that point. Um, for myself, though, I'm doing good, boys. I tossed around. I won a fucking shitload of money. I hit a shitload of props on the fucking Super Bowl. I had KC. Fuck yeah. You're going to bet against Big Daddy Dick, fucking Patty Mahomes, and fucking Big Papa Walrus waddling around Andy Reid. No fucking chance. <laughs> that fucking animal, Travis Kelsey, Pacheco was a fucking beast. He's a dog. Fucking everything was sick. And then my boy, boys. Scotty fucking Cox, Scotty Longhorn, Scotty fucking Scheffler and his little drunk fucking wife getting it done at the waste management open for me too. Oh my God, my Sunday was kicking ass. I had the boys over for a couple beers to watch the game. Made my famous jerk chicken fucking nachos. Made fucking some nice old chili, some chicken wings. We were pounding drinks. We were fucking watching games. We were cashing backs and fucking, I don't even know. It was just a good time, boy. So I had a great weekend. Clearly a better weekend than you two boys had. And I won my fucking work pool. You can call I'm me Mr. Playoffs. Oh, am I dying? Is my mic going? We can hear you. Your mic okay. was going for a bit. We, yeah. Now well, we're I, good. I, no, maybe it's your headphones, Joel. I think uh, Talon was just getting excited and probably moving away from the microphone as he was talking with his hands it. and everything. That might have been it. But either way, I'm keeping it going. I was fucking fired up. I'm coming into work tomorrow. Big dick fucking swinging because I missed your playoffs because I won my fucking playoff work pool too. So let's fucking go, baby. All right. Let's tone it down a little bit here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. There's tons of shit going on. Uh, not NFL stuff going on, but there's still other sports, man. We got hockey that's kicking ass. Uh, basketball's doing its thing. March Madness is right around the corner. Uh, baseball's going to be starting up soon, I imagine. Maybe a couple weeks, a couple months. Who fucking knows? I'm sure Ryan will let us know. Uh, tons of good shit. MMA's doing it. Genesis. Genesis yeah, the Genesis Invitational. Tiger Woods is going to play in it, so that's going to be pretty cool. NASCAR's no, 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 no. I'm tired of seeing Tiger Woods in these tournaments, man. Like, oh, when you're watching golf, like, every other shot is a Tiger Woods shot. I want to see everyone play their shots, not just fucking Tiger Woods when he sucks right now. You know what? You're right. The coverage of it whenever Tiger's in a tournament is absolutely, re- like, ridiculous. You'll have fucking, like, John Rahm shooting, like, fucking seven under or something in one day. And then these guys will be like, oh, here's Tiger Woods, a fucking one over. Let's see what he does on the fairway on his approach shot of seven. So I understand that. But you know what I've been doing? I've been watching the Sky Sports Golf as opposed to Golf Network for the feed. And then, like, I find it's a little bit better, man. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, oh, I, I agree with that. The the DP World Tour is is good for that. They they show more uh, a more balanced coverage, I think. So I can see why uh, Sky Sports would be more to our liking. Except for they keep sucking Rory McIlroy's dick, and I fucking hate that. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but anyways, go to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. You can find all the cool information there. Check out the articles, too. I know Ryan's posting some sick articles I saw the other day. Uh, so go read those. Go listen to the other shows. Give all the other boys a shout-out. Tell them that we sent you, too. It's always fun. Uh, and shout-out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're straight up losing money. It's been popping off, dude. All Everybody's in there throwing out bets. You know, all those fucking Boston nerds are still chirping Leaf fans for no reason. But nobody, you know, nobody cares, but that's still cool. Uh, so get your ass in the Discord, do your shit, fucking chirp everybody, throw us your picks, uh, have a good time, man, and just fucking win some good money, bro. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed and turn on uh, auto download so you can get the uh, podcast episode as soon as it drops uh, every night. Not every night, but when we fucking recorded all that. Um, 
Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN and leave us a five-star rating and review when you uh, follow us as well so I uh, have something to read at the end of the show. And yes, baseball is uh, back starting this week. we got pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training and uh, the podcast Baseball Money is Fake is in full swing. So check that out if you're a baseball fan. So when does the season start? Uh, first week of April, last week of March. Okay. All right. That's cool. I think also, like- you can you can auto-download shit. Yeah, you can turn on auto-download on, on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I know at least one of them, if not both. All right. Well, there you go. Auto-download us, bro. Why not? Fuck Infl- it. Inflate our, inflate our numbers a bit. Yeah. Get two accounts and auto-download it on both. That's cool. Tell your mom to before Callan does. <laughs> we'll get her. We'll get her. All right. All right. We're going to go into Lock Dogs and Totals here from last show. I believe this is from uh, February the 9th. Uh, we had a tough goal, man. I, like, we fucking took it in the hoop, and we were pretty popped or optimistic going into this show. Uh, myself, I was one and two. I'm down 0.52 units on that show. Rag had a tough go. He was 0 and three, down four units. Julie had a tough go too. He was one and two, down 1.95 units. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really remember much, so I'm just gonna quickly run through it for myself. I had Florida in regulation minus 135 against San Jose. That did hit. That was my lock, so at least I got some points there. Uh, for my dog, Seattle money line versus uh, New Jersey Devils. Unfortunately, that didn't hit. I don't recall the game. And my total was Calgary Detroit over six minus 115. I think I remember. I think it was like a three nothing game or a four one game or some shit like that. So that kind of sucked. Two to one. Two to one. Even worse. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was my. Uh... By lock was the Flames there. They lost 2-1 to the Red Wings. Expected goals for them. They had, uh, I guess it wasn't that much, but shots were just a, a complete, shot attempts were 51-23. The Flames, and then the Flames scored fucking seven goals a few, a few nights later. So that lost. Uh, the Avs didn't show up in Tampa Bay. And then the uh, my over was Sharks, uh, Panthers over seven. And that was a 4-1 game. So not good, not good. Not the best. Spicy pork and broccoli. Louis Domingue. Yeah, I had the Oilers regulation. They lost in overtime or a shootout against the Flyers. Shootout, yeah. Uh, yeah, once again, the Flyers continue to fuck me. Though I had good success against them on the weekend, thankfully, finally. Uh, my dog, though, won the Knights money line, plus 105 against the Wild. Fuck the Mild. And my total was the Avalanche Lightning over six. Uh, Lightning scored five goals. Avalanche didn't score one. Uh, definitely a Stanley Cup revenge game there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, could have used a couple more goals there. Uh, all right, we don't really got much to go in here, guys. So you want to jump into ads and then we'll fucking get her going or what? Yeah. Uh, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet's active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's build your own bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest parlay long shot of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is, is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 200 older and present. This day we're playing through available. If you're somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, boys. We got a nine-game slate set for Tuesday, February the 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. So you know what? We're going to be making love to this card, baby. We're going to be fucking this shit up real good. Let's fucking go, boys. Are you ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah, baby. I've been feeling fine, baby. 
All right, first game on the docket. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 150. Washington on the money line hanging out at plus 130. Over-under sitting at six. Over sitting at minus 105. The under, minus 115. Okay, I love the Canes in this game here, man. I think there's even some value to them at minus 150. That's not too much juice for me. I will take that. This team is unreal on the road this year. They're 17-4-6. Washington's been good too, man. They've been good at home better than they have on the road. They're 14-9-3 record, but I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, Carolina's been a monster in division games too, man. 13-4-1 so far on the year. I know they had a tough loss last time they played here. I do like them in this game, though. So give me the Canes minus 150 on the money line. As far as over-under goes here, man, ah, I kind of like the over- I don't love the over, but I kind of like the over at six. So the push is in play. You got Darcy Kemper, who I don't know. I'm, again, like, yeah, Stanley Cup winning goalie. You can't take anything away from him. I'm not 100% sold on him. And Frederick Anderson, uh, you never know what you're going to get, man. You can get fucking, you can get the next Carey Price or you can get fucking the next anti-Ranta. So it doesn't even matter. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would stay away from it, but I guess I would take the over. Yeah, you guys already know uh, I'm going to like the Canes here. Canes against the uh, Capitals. Only thing is, it, it's on the road, so, so that it is a bit of a, a tougher tougher spot for them. They're only 17-9-1 on the road. Uh, Washington is 14-9-3 at home. Caps just had that big win in Boston, but then shit the bet against the Sharks. So, uh, yeah, I like the Canes here on the season. They have the best expected goals for percentage at 60%. Last 10 games as well, and last 25 games uh, at 61%. But the Capitals are right there, uh, eighth at 52.64. So don't sleep on the Capitals long-term, but I, I do like the Hurricanes in this game at minus 150. I'm only seeing the Caps at 19, the 50% in the expected goals for percentage. But I guess we're looking at different sites. Canes uh, are indeed in number one at 61.52% since uh, the beginning of the year. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah, give me the Canes here for sure at uh, minus 150. I think that's that's still okay. My line is only minus 136, but uh, I'm, I don't trust the Capitals right now without John Carlson lineup. I've mentioned it numerous times how important he is for this team. I know they got some other guys back, but uh, none so as none so important as John Carlson. So I like that. Uh, the the over under is a bit tr- tricky given the fact that the Canes goaltending has gone to shit. The past couple months, so it's it's uh this would be an under look, but uh, and only under six minus one fifteen. I don't I don't trust the Canes Golden to go that far, and I do have a higher opinion of Darcy Kemper than Town here. So uh, neutral on the total at this number, but uh, I do like the Canes here minus one fifty. All right, heading down to a 7 p.m. time slot again. We got a fucking barn burner. This game sucks. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, the game itself is in Le Montreal. Uh, Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 125. Montreal on the money line hanging out at minus 145. Over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under, plus 100. Boys, I'm on the halves in this game, bro. I like it. This Montreal team is a little fucking gritty. They've been a little pesky lately. You know, Ottawa was kind of a little pesky last year. That's what I've kind of seen out of the halves. I watched their last game. I was like, okay, I see you, Montreal. All right, that's okay. Uh, currently on a two-game heater. Might be a season high for these guys, but they are <laughs> playing at home. 
they've been fine at home, I guess, like 13, 14, and 1. Yeah, it's under 500, but for this team, that's still okay. But it's more so just, like, remember who they're playing. They're playing the fucking Chicago Blackhawks. Peter Morazic has been fucking Swiss cheese. Uh, his big guy's been absolutely terrible. I'm seeing Jake Allen might get the start here for Montreal as well, so that makes me feel a little bit better about this play. But uh, I think there's some value there. Montreal money line minus 145 here. Give me the fucking over six, though, man. These goalies suck, and, you know, there's a little bit of firepower on these teams still. These guys are allowed to show up and score. So give me the over, but uh, I do like Montreal minus 145. Yeah, Montreal had a uh, impressive weekend after their their bye week there. Had a win against the Islanders in overtime and beat the Oilers there 6-2. So two good wins for them. They're feeling pretty good. I do think they, they're more likely to win this game, but I don't think they should be minus 145. However, I, I do quite like the over six in this game at minus 120. Montreal's been scoring. Montreal's been giving up goals. Chicago can give up goals with the best of them with Peter Mrazek there. So uh, both goalies under, say, percentage of 900, both above three and a half goals against. So, yeah, easy over six at minus 120 for me. Don't mind that over. But I'm going with town here with the Canadians at minus 145. They're playing some damn good hockey lately, considering they are a team on the tank. Uh, the Blackhawks, uh, without Jonathan Taves now, they, they don't have much going for them. Uh, if, you, if you look at their lineup, it's uh it's not good uh if you look at the top six that's that's uh, a good team's bottom six at this point especially given the way that patrick kane's been playing lately so yeah give me the canadians minus 145 my number is only minus 30 but i think the canadians have been very impressive in the last two games coming out of the all-star break meanwhile the blackhawks have not carried their form over into the uh after the all-star break. So yeah, give me the Canadians at home here. Nice home ice advantage, even with all their injuries, they're still getting it done. I think that speaks to good coaching. So yeah, the Canadians and uh, lean to the over as well. I think the over is a sick play in that Mm -hmm. man, for sure. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York uh, on the island. The Ottawa Senators on the money line sitting at plus 145. New York on the money line sitting at minus 170. Uh, Islanders on the puck line sitting at plus 160. The over-unders at 6. Both over-under paid off minus 110. Mr. Meyer, what do you got here, buddy? So we are definitely paying a premium here uh, with the Islanders at minus 170. My number is only minus 149 for the Isles, but the Senators are on a back-to-back. They're out both of their goalies, Talbot and Forsberg, after Forsberg's unfortunate double MCL tear or something like that. He had to go to the hospital or something. <laughs> like it, it happened all at once. I was pretty nuts. Stretched it off uh, in the game against the Oilers, I believe. Um so yeah, giving the Islanders here, minus one seventy. They're they're uh, they're in good form. I know they lost against the Canadians, but like I said, Canadians are playing good hockey lately. And um, uh, they so are the Islanders, though. I mean, they they uh, ever since Horvath's come along, he's, he's scored a couple goals for them. They're playing better, getting the league goaltending out of Sorokin. Uh, I think he's he's one of the fastest goalies ever to reach uh, a certain amount of shutouts. I remember some stat. I didn't write it down or anything, so you'll have to take my word for it. But uh, Islanders have the superior goaltending, superior defense. Maybe the Senators have better power play. But uh, other than that, everything swings towards the Isles here. So uh, I love the Isles in this spot. And, of course, another spot where the Sens have to cross the border on uh, a one-game break against a team that's rested. So... Yeah, love the Islanders here, even at a premium price of minus 170. Yeah, when I initially lo- looked at this game, I thought minus 170 was a bit too pricey there. But yeah, it's, a, it's back-to-back for the Senators. They are projected to start uh, Kevin Mandelis tomorrow. Uh, around, 
the six they, round. They, they, they had an e-bug today on the, on the bench for this other guy. From oh, did they? Denmark. For, for Never. Mads uh, Sorensen. Mads Sogar. <laughs> there. Not the uh, Danish actor. You guys are just making up names this, right now, bro. This, uh, I don't even believe any of this. <laughs> this, this Kevin Mandelis Bay uh, is a sixth round pick from 2018. His numbers in the AHL this season uh, 3.6 goals against, 879 uh, save percentage. So Islanders is just, just going to light this guy up. Maybe maybe bet uh, Bo Horvat anytime goal, and maybe even bet the over because both last two games for the Islanders have gone over six five, and four three. And uh, Ottawa should be giving up plenty of goals after on a back to back with no days rest. But I think uh, Islanders on the money line or is is the puck line plus one sixty? Is that right? Because I I might yeah. just I might take that then because I could see Ottawa just giving up a bunch of goals and maybe the Islanders shutting it down for like a four nothing or four one win. You can see that. That's fair. Um, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm right there, kind of with you in this game, man. How can you not take, uh, how can you not take uh, the Islanders in this? You know, minus one seventy is okay. That's fine. I don't hate regulation. I don't know what it's sitting at. I imagine maybe like minus one thirty ish, maybe somewhere around there. Um, so I'll definitely be on the regulation too. Like you said, Ottawa's on the second half of back to back. New York minus is still minus. Oh fuck, that's unreal. Um. But yeah, Ottawa's kind of, you know, it's they're they they're not making playoffs, right? And New York is still they they have a chance. They're kind of playing, they're pushing hard. Uh they think they're going for it. That's why they picked up Bo Horvat, right? So it makes sense. Uh over under uh, I think there's still some firepower on the on the Sens though. They they can pop in one or two, no. So I would lean towards the over. I don't necessarily love that play. Um, what I do kind of like, give me a Jean-Gabriel Pajot anytime goal scorer. We got a Pajot revenge game here, baby. That guy was <laughs> sick for the Sens when he paid, played, and then they just didn't re-sign him. And he was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'll go play somewhere else. And, you know, he's a fine player. I know he's a fan favorite there in New York. The folks in the island like him. So, fuck yeah, let's see Pajot pop one in against his old squad here. All right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 205. Uh, Blue Jackets on the money line sitting at plus 175. Devils on the puck line sitting at plus 125. Over-under is a 6.5. Over at minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, Ryan, wipe your Eagles tears away here. Ungrease the poles in Philadelphia. and Tell me what's going to happen in this game. Well, the poles were ungreased already because it rained all day Sunday in Philadelphia. So they would have been easy to climb if they had won the game. But have you guys ever seen a devil try to put on a jacket? Just, just, <laughs> just burns. It just burns. The devils are just going to burn the jackets here. Top, close to the top of the division, close to the bottom of the division. Just a complete mismatch game here. I like the devils on the puck line. The fact that we're getting that at plus 125, even better for me. Uh, Jack Hughes being out is a bit of a concern, but... Devils still have enough to uh, win, especially by by two, I think, against a team like Columbus, who, you know, feeling good about themselves after the win against Toronto, against uh, their backup goalie there. And, yeah, the Devils know that they they have to uh, stay hot here or try to stay hot and keep going without their uh, their captain. Jack Hughes is the captain, right? Or is he sure the captain? Whatever. They're, that doesn't matter. Uh, Devils, puck line, plus 125. We'll have to look into that uh, stats department loading up uh, Devils captain. We should know. <laughs> but he is a bit young. I think he is the captain. I think it is. Oh, it's he's he's sure. It's he's 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 sure. Okay. Yeah. At any rate, my number is minus 245 for the Devils. You know, I'm hot in this team. Even without Jack Hughes in lineup, I think that these guys can get the job done. So I'm looking at the Devils in regulation at minus 125. 
Blue Jackets had a sneaky win against the the Leafs, but you know the Leafs don't put up much effort against the teams they feel are inferior to them. So that explains that somewhat. Uh, yeah, Blue Jackets are just a depleted team, much inferior team. And uh, the Devils are still gunning for uh, a good playoff positioning. So, uh, yeah, I love the Devils here. Minus 125 in the 60 minutes. Uh, don't mind the over as well at minus 105 over six and a half. Um, both uh, goalies have been known to go up a few stinkers. And uh, the, the defense has, has been uh, suspect at times, uh, especially on the Blue Jackets side. So as long as we get uh, one or two power play goals, I think we could see an over here. But the stronger player will be the Devils, minus 125 in 60 minutes. Yeah, I love that regulation play. That's very enticing. Um, maybe a Devils team total or something like that, too. Every time I've watched Columbus, they've been at least letting in like three or four. So if that number's around like three and a half, maybe even four and a half, it's a bit much, but I would still kind of be intrigued by it. Um, over, under, yeah, give me the over, man. Minus 105, six and a half. Hoping Columbus can pop in one or two. Like, they got some players, right? Like, Goudreau's a guy, you know, Line A, when he's actually playing, he's a guy, too. Like, I don't know. Like, Not playing got, Xbox, though. Yeah, well, exactly. Do they still have Jack Roslevic? He was, like, sick two years ago. I don't know what yeah, happened to him. There you go. He's a guy. Like, there's people there, you know? So, fuck yeah. You know, maybe they can Kirill pop Marchenko. in one Yeah. Kirill Marchenko, yeah. man. This, you know, this rookie I, guys come out and uh, scored a bunch of goals for them. I was listening to an assistant coach of uh, the Blue Jackets on a podcast I was listening to, and he was saying that Marchenko is actually sick and that like, he puts the effort in, he wants to play and shit. So that's always cool to hear. Um, so, yeah, give me, uh, give me the over. Give me the Devils. Give me Devils team total. Um, okay, 8 p.m. time slot here. Florida Panthers against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Florida on the money line sitting at minus 125. St. Louis on the money line hanging out at plus 105. The over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, I believe Florida is on the second night of a back to- No, are they playing today or no? No, they're mm-hmm. not. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. are? They're, yeah, in they're Minnesota. playing Minnesota. Okay, so they are. Uh, Ryan, what do we got here, dude? Yeah, love the over here. Uh, the over is seven and one on back-to-backs for Florida. The over uh, with the Blues being on two days rest. The over is five zero and one in their past six games. Both of these teams on the season have gone over at least sixty percent of the time. So, over six and a half minus one twenty is is a little bit juicy, but like I, I could see it being bet up to seven by pop, by puck drop, if not minus one twenty five or minus one thirty. Uh, should be Bobrovsky against Bennington. Neither one of them, or, or I think Bobrovsky starts tonight. Well, he's playing tonight. Super okay, Spencer so, so it's Spencer Knight, uh, Spencer tomorrow night, and Jordan Bennington <laughs> starting there. So uh, yeah, over. Love the over here, and then probably lean to the Blues, the, the rested team, uh, coming off a, a big six-five win in overtime against the Coyotes, and the Panthers aren't good on no days rest. They are um, two four and two this season. So Blues as a dog, but my best best bet for this one is the over. On contrary, on contraire, as the French say, I will take the Panthers minus one twenty-five on the money line. My number is minus one sixty. Of course, you have to subtract something from the. Uh, back-to-back disadvantage, but they do have the better goaltender in that tomorrow with Spencer Knight coming in, and uh, I just don't believe in the Blues, uh, even though they're getting some guys back, Bill Riley and oh, what's his name, uh, Bushnevich coming back in, but they did lose Tarasenko, who, who means a little bit, and the Panthers are on a mission right now. They're, they're playing some damn good hockey, uh, so I like the Panthers here at only minus 125. It's not a huge uh, road trip there from Mini to St. Louis, so, uh, yeah, give me the Panthers minus 125. I don't mind that over either, just given it the fact that it's a Panthers game and uh, the Blues have also been known to be 
letting in a lot of goals, especially with their their terrible defense. Uh, they don't have a lot of talent back there, and the goaltending has been suspect to say the least. So yeah, I agree with the over, but I'm going to take the Panthers money line here. All right. On contrary to both of you, I'm going to take the draw because I got a feeling that this game's going to be boring as shit. So I think you know you got Florida on the second half of a back to back, and you know. Truth be told, they're not a great road team either. They're 11, 15, and 3 on the season, so they haven't really been spectacular beat or blow your doors off on the road. Uh, and then St. Louis is just, I, I feel like they've mailed it in, man. Like, you trade, you make that Tarasenko deal. I heard that they're, like, shipping other options. Obviously, everybody's been talking about Ryan O'Reilly the past couple weeks. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I just think this is going to be a boring-ass fucking game on a Tuesday night that you shouldn't probably watch. Uh, so give me the draw. Let's see some overtime action. If I had to lean either way, I'm going with Florida. Um, and then over-under... I kind of see the under here, man. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe we get like a fucking like 3-2 overtime game or something shitty like that. I, I just don't see a lot going on in this game, man. And, you know, I like Spencer Martin as a goalie. I think he's still young. I think the kid's, what, like 23 years old? But he, yes. he's a fine. He's That's a okay. Canucks goalie. Spencer Knight. <laughs> That's what I said. I said Spencer Knight. You said Spencer Martin. The Canucks I, goalie. Okay, well, I meant to, he just got wasted. <laughs> I meant to say Spencer Knight, if that's the case. Uh, but, yeah, I like him. He's a good young tendy, man. I know he can play. And, you know, Bennington, if he decides to show up every now and then, he can fucking make big saves, bro. So give me the under and then uh, give me uh, the draw and then give me Florida in overtime or a shootout. Whoa. Okay. You got an exact score for us, too? Yeah, 3-2. He said 3-2. That's what I said. All right, 3-2. Perfect. You want goal scorers? Fuck, I want me to list it all off? Or holy shit. <laughs> hey, Carter Verhehe for two and fucking... You got Talon Stradamus here. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, moving down to 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in godforsaken, cold as shit, flatter than your fucking middle school girlfriend, boring as fuck, snowy, Winnipeg. Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 125. Jets on the money line hanging out at minus 145. The over-unders at 6. Over sitting at minus 115. The under hanging out at minus 105 in this game. So when I was looking into this, I was like, oh, I kind of want to take the crack in here, man. But, like, I don't know. I, I just can't do it. The Jets are too good of a team, uh, in, obviously, in my opinion. Uh, I think they're fucking sick, man. And if you look at their record, they've been dynamite at home this year, 19-8-0. Seattle's been good on the road, too, but don't get me wrong, so don't discredit that whatsoever. Um, but it, it, to me, it's just a battle of the goalies, right? You got fucking Magic Hands, Martin Jones against Connor Hellebuck. So who are you going to pick? Uh, I like this Jets team, dude, you know? So give me Winnipeg minus 145. Over, under, I don't really have a play that I love. Maybe I'll just take the under because at least it's going to be a tight, hard-hitting game, I think. Yeah, I'm going with the under six here in minus 105. I've been I've been hitting the uh, Jets unders pretty hard recently, and they've been, been working out for me. They're, they're the most uh, under team in the league this season. They've only gone over in 15 of their 53 games. So love the under there, even though, you know, Grubauer and, and Magic Hand Marty's do uh, scare me a bit. But I think Halibuck will keep the crack into a goal or two and maybe a 4-1 or 4-2 win. So yeah, Jets uh, minus one forty-five. They seem to be the better team, have the the better goaltending advantage, and uh, yeah, the under six at minus one hundred five. Ah, for this one, uh, it's a bit of a toughie given the live movement here. My line is the Jets minus one thirty, but that minus one forty-five makes it a little tougher to back them. I think the Kraken are a damn good team, and they're they're pretty healthy, and and so are the Jets too. So it's a very accurate line. But uh, yeah, if I, would, if I had to bet this, it would go with the under six minus one hundred five. Um, just hoping that the the Kraken goalies don't screw me or Ryan. Um, 
Yeah, so give me the lean to the under here. Lean to the Jets too, although this line is is a little too high to confidently back them at this point. All right, moving to the 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at minus 125. Dallas on the money line hanging out at plus 105. The over-under is at 5.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Um, I, yeah, I, I like, how can you not like the Bruins, man? Like, bo- bo- fucking Boston's the best team in the world. They're absolutely sick. Dallas has been good, and Dallas has been exceptional at home as well. They're 15, 6, and 6 this year. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I just can't not bet the Bruins, especially if you're going to give me minus 125. I know that Dallas is a good team, but we've seen them lay a couple stinkers this year, man, in a few games, you know? And can we say that about, you know, Boston maybe once or twice this year, but definitely not as much as Dallas. So give me the Bruins. Over, under, though. Everybody's. I, we were talking about this before the game or before the show, man. Like, I like the over five and a half. I feel like we're going to see some goals in this game. Obviously, there's great goaltending between Linus Olmark and Jake Odger. They're definitely two fantastic goalies in the league. But like, fuck it, dude. Like, you know, we got a four-two final or something like that. That's not out of the realm of possibility. There's firepower up front for both of these teams. So I, I just think it's going to be a good game. And you're going to give me five and a half at minus one twenty. I'm, I'm going to take it. So give me the over and give me Boston on the money line. Yeah, I'll start with the total. I, I I love the under, under five and a half, especially at, at even money with two of the uh, Vesna favorites right here, Linus Allmark, who, who should win it, and Jake Ottinger, who uh, has a chance to catch him if, if the stars improve and the Bruins continue to fall off. The Bruins have not been as good as they were earlier in the year over the past 25 games. They only have the 14th best expected goals for percentage at 50.9. Dallas is up there at 11th at 52%. And in the past 10 games, Dallas is 7th at 54%. And uh, Bruins down there at 20th at under 50%. So I think uh, Dallas as a home dog here, even plus just plus 105, it's it's, uh, worth taking. They're 15, 10, and 2 at home. Boston is 17, 6, and 2 on the road. And Boston has very quietly lost uh, four of their past five with the All-Star break in the middle there. But I think Dallas uh, shows up here and they get a uh, close win. You know that that, one of those losses, though, was... uh... A terrible beat against the Panthers where they let a goal in. Oh, I know. With one second left in the game. <laughs> uh, for me, I have no opinion on the, on the total. I could see it going either way, but I do lean towards the under, I guess. I could see this being a more closely fought affair with two uh, excellent goaltenders in net. Um, but for the side, I will take Bruins here. I know that they haven't been playing as well. The last a couple of weeks, but uh, the stars are, are not exactly uh, a fearsome opponent. I mean, we got the best team in the East against uh, who are, they? are the stars the best team in the West right now in terms of point percentage? I, I think so. Um, but I, I don't see that this uh, gap is, is this small. I think that the gap, the gap is a lot wider. So give me the Bruins here, minus 125, and no, no feeling on the total. My own number is minus 122 for the Bruins, so. Not a huge edge at all, so uh, yeah, uh, give me the give me the Bruins here. Uh, I think that they're just uh, the much better team, and uh, yeah, I, I could see a similar situation with the the Stars Lightning game where it's a very close game towards the end, but then the better team just uh, plays the better last ten minutes and wins the game. Just a big fan of those wide gaps, eh? <laughs> Come on, no, come on. Ryan, Ryan, give me something too there. Fuck off. Don't, don't leave me hanging like that. Okay, 
Food on the 9 p.m. time slot. We got a rematch of a game that happened last week, I think it was. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Tampa on the money line sitting at minus 110. Colorado on the money line at minus 110 as well. We got to pick them, boys. Uh, the over-under is at 6. Overpaying plus 100. The under minus 120. Joel, what do you got here? Uh, yeah, this is another one of those uh, Stanley Cup revenge matches where the Lightning totally dominated the Avalanche in the previous one. But I think the Avalanche uh, will put up a better effort in this one. Um, hopefully get Josh Manson back finally. I know he went on the road trip, but he didn't play, of course. He might be back for this one. That's uh, pretty crucial for the Avs' defense. And meanwhile, the Lightning, like I said, they they were all played, actually, for the majority of that game before they, they turned it on the last 10 minutes or so to win it uh, against the Stars there. Uh, so I, I got a lead to the Avs here at only minus 110. Just... Uh, Fairly equal teams. Home ice advantage is a big deal in Colorado, of course. And, uh, yeah, now that the team's getting healthier, it should be uh, the difference here. So give me the abs here, minus 110. I like that uh, up to minus 115, I guess. That's narrow margins. But, uh, yeah, I like the abs to win this game. Yeah, I don't really have, have a strong lean on either either side. I mean, to, to, to pick them for a reason. Just the, the Avs' defense injuries scare me. McCarr's out. Manson's out. Uh, Eric Johnson's also out on Tuesday. So losing, missing three of their defensemen, their third pair is going to be uh, Curtis McDermott and Andreas England. So could see the Lightning maybe expose that. And, and for that reason, I would lean that way. But it is tough to beat a team, especially a team as good as the Avalanche, uh, twice in the span of a week, especially going back to uh, Colorado, where they should have the advantage of, you know, playing an altitude you know, and all that stuff. So no no strong play on the side. And really no strong play on the total. Either. This is a pretty pretty much a pass game here. Look look for a, a, a some live bets in the uh, Discord. Um, for myself, man, I'm, I'm kind of going back to the well with Tampa, dude. Like, I feel like this is, what do we know about this Tampa team? Like they, they fucking put the jets on when they want to put the jets on and they're getting to the point of the season. Now let's face it. We only got what? 25 games around there left. So, you know, it's, it's time to fucking shit or get off the pot, man. And I feel like Tampa's going to start getting in playoff mode and you know, what better way to do it than getting two fucking kick-ass wins against Colorado. Uh, so Tampa on the money line, minus 110. I will be all over that over under, Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to go under six, man. Minus 120. I don't love that play. Uh, I think it was, what, 5 nothing last time these played. But Colorado's a better team than that. So you can hopefully expect them to get one or two. But they're a little banged up. So I don't know. I don't love it, but I would be on the under, you know, gun to my head. But uh, Tampa money line minus 110 is my play here. Okay, moving down to the last game on the docket here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the San Jose Sharks game itself. It's in San Jose. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at minus 155. Uh, San Jose on the money line at plus 135. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Oh, I'm seeing Casey DeSmith might start, bro. And that guy just fucking burns me every time he's in the pipes. But I don't know. I got to take the Pittsburgh Penguins here. You're going to give me the minus 155. I think there's some value there. Maybe even in regulation. Uh, Pens haven't been that great on the road this year. 11-11-5. But the Sharks have been abysmal at home. 5-12-7. and uh, So, yeah. Give me uh, give me San Jose. and Give me the over 6.5 uh, minus 110. Does look like Jari could return on Tuesday in San Jose. But I don't know if I, I trust the Penguins enough. Even with that, the... Uh... Put a real stinker in uh, L.A. against the Kings. Lost 6 nothing there on Dustin Brown's retirement night. 
to beat the Ducks before that in, in that spicy game between uh, Crosby and Zegers going at it there. But the Sharks have been pesky recently. One out of three of their past four, two of three since the break, including in Tampa Bay and in Washington. Now they go back home where they're they're worse. They're, they're 5-12 and 7 at home, opposed to 12-14 and 4 on the road. Uh, but if I had to pick a side, I, I would take the uh, the Sharks here at plus 135. But I, I do want to see what the goalie matchup is. But I, I, I lean Sharks in the over. <laughs> Dynamite Joel, drop in, Monty. <laughs> Joel, Joel is muted. Muted Meyer. There we go. Hey, hey, there he is. Thank you guys for not letting me uh, drone on without uh, saying anything there. It could have been <laughs> another couple minutes of silence. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally agree with you guys in terms of the Sharks and the over. Uh, like you guys were saying, Sharks have been pesky. Uh, very good team, five-on-five five metrics and whatnot. Uh, winning some nice underdog games against the Lightning, not the Panthers, as I said last episode. And uh, the Capitals, and uh, yeah, just put up a good fight in general. Uh, they're not a team that's lying down. Maybe we got some guys looking to get out of town, get some uh, trade destinations going. I don't know, whatever it is. The Sharks are playing some good hockey lately. So I like them uh, in this one at plus 135, and I also like the over 6.5 minus 10. The Penguins have a terrible defense, but a uh, damn good offense too. So I, I think we could see uh, some fireworks in this one, you know, seven-plus goals. And uh, a Sharks win at plus 135. Right on. Um, do, 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 all right, that pretty much covers it all up, guys. We're going to move into lock dogs and totals here. A uh, little run through of where we're currently sitting. We had a tough go last show. That kind of hurt our numbers a bit here. Um, Jolie's in first place, though. He's still uh, 41-33 on the year. He is up 8.2 units. Uh, myself, I'm in second. I am 38-35 and 35 on the season. I am down 0.76 units. And Ryan isn't too far behind, but he's hanging out in third. He is down. He's 37-36 and 36 on the year, down 3.91 units. But Ryan, you and I are going to have a fucking bounce back week here, buddy. All right? I got a feeling we're going to fucking go on a heater. Jolie's going to fucking shit his pants everywhere here, and it's going to be a little bit closer come this time next week. Why don't you kick us off here, Ryan? I think you've been saying that for like two years now. <laughs> you got to manifest it, but it's not looking good because the uh, the Senators just tied the Flames up with two goals late in the third period. Oh, hell yeah. Three. It's the over. That's my, that fucks my under. Fuck. I, I, had, I had Flames and regulations. Unless they score in the next uh, 80 oh, seconds, that's going to be a loss. What a bunch uh, of hopefully, that's not, that's not an omen <laughs> going here. Uh, my lock, it, w- it was going to be just my total, but uh, Panthers, Blues, over 6.5, minus 120. Uh, two bad goalies, two good offenses. I, I see at least seven goals there easily. My dog is the Devils on the puck line, plus 125 at the Blue Jackets. I think that they easily take care of the Blue Jackets, even without Jack Hughes. I think that's a good price, uh, plus 125. My total, uh, I went back and forth on, but I settled on the Kraken Jets under six at minus 105. Just going back to the well w- with the Jets and uh, Connor Hellebuck and just got to hope the Kraken goalies don't uh, s- screw me. For myself, we're going to the Islanders, minus 170. Juicy price. You can play regulation if you want against the Senators here. Just their goaltending situation is a big concern. Plus, going across the border on a, on a back-to-back against the rest of the Islanders team is not the best uh, condition, especially when the Islanders are pushing for the playoffs. And then we're doubling up here with the dog in total. We're going with the Sharks against the Penguins, plus 135. Uh, they're just playing some damn good hockey lately, and uh, they should be closer to a pick 'em. 
for this one and uh, the total for that game as well. Penguin Sharks over six and a half minus one ten. Both teams don't play much defense at all. Both teams have suspect goaltending and uh, both teams have good offenses. So I like to get the seven plus goals in that one. All right, for myself, uh, for my lock, I'm going with Montreal on the money line against Chicago. Uh, Montreal's been playing some decent hockey coming off of the break. Uh, nice two back-to-back wins. Marty St. Louis is not going to let this team just fold over. Um, for my dog, Tampa Bay in regulation against Colorado, plus 150. This team's going to remind everybody why they are, in fact, a dynasty and why they've been so sick the past couple of years. Suck it, Joel. Uh, and then for my total... Boston Dallas over five and a half minus one twenty. I got a feeling we're gonna this game's gonna be a bit more of a shootout than a lot of people are giving it credit for. So I'll take the over five and a half at minus one twenty. Uh, all right, consensus plays, boys. What do we got? Um, I think we're all on the Hurricanes minus one fifty. At least leaning. Yeah, um, yes. Habs minus one forty five. Uh, uh, yeah. Blackhawks Canadians over six minus one twenty. Yeah. Uh, Islanders, either money line or regulation minus 110 or puck line plus 160. Take your pick there. Uh, Devils regulation minus 125. Um, the Jets minus 145 against the Kraken. And the under in that game, it's under six minus 105. I think we both, all, all of us leaned that way on both of them. And then we all lean to the Sharks plus 135. I'm on the Penguins in that game. Okay, then. All right. We're in the over? Uh yeah. We, we we all lean to the over in that game in the uh, in the in the 10:30 game. So we'll take the over there. That's yeah. cool, titties. We'll ride with that. All right, boys. Nice little quick show, you know. But nice to get a little back. It's a Monday, right? So a little easy going, you know. We'll fucking get her going, and then we'll get another one going on Wednesday, and then maybe another one going on Friday. For those people that haven't realized her schedule yet, like <laughs> fuck, we've been doing the same thing for about a year and a half now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Hey, Stop asking way. for a fucking Sunday show. Yeah, we're not doing that because that means we'd have to record Saturday and then we'd be getting fucked no, up. No, they, they mean record Sunday for Monday. No, that's football. football. And even if I, it's not football, I'm getting fucked up. They, yeah, yeah. just the fucking DJs asking for fucking weekend shows. I, I might I might get something going if there if there's demand for it and questions and shit just to have, have another episode. But yeah, you, no, guys, you, guys, you guys don't have to do it. You're, you're fine. <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we're going to wrap it up there. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on your website. That's the place to be. We've had tons of stuff going on. I know it sucks. The football's over. But come on. We still got hockey. We got golf. We got NASCAR. We have ones right around the corner. Baseball's going to be doing its thing soon. Uh, NBA's happening. March Madness is going to be going on. MMA's still there. People are just fighting. And Joe Rogan's got some... Or not Joe Rogan. That Dana White guy's got some slap fight thing coming up soon. So who knows if you can fucking gamble on that. So look out. There's tons of stuff to gamble at. You can find all the information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website site uh sgpn and then uh get your ass in the discord man like fuck dude if you're not in the discord now i don't what episode is this like over 100 something like get your ass in the fucking discord we've been pumping these tires forever uh shout out to all our friends and pals in the discord get in there throw out your picks start chirping everybody else is fucking doing it apparently so have a good ass time and uh shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord yeah we got baseball starting up so if you're a uh, baseball fan make sure you check out my other podcast with blake meyer uh, baseball money is fake Primarily fantasy baseball talk, but we do get into some other stuff there. And uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to Hockey Gaming Podcast. Turn on that auto download feature uh, and leave us a five star rating and review. Yo, have you guys ever played pickleball? I did play it in gym class. It looks fucking sick. Is it I would, sick? I would my buddy, love to. My buddy was saying that he wants to play pickleball this summer, so I might get into it, bro. Do it. it it's like tennis. It's like tennis, and you know what it is, right? Yeah, it's like tennis and like ping pong almost, yeah. right? But not like, on a table. Tennis without the running, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just some some running, but not like so much. 
That's fucking made for me, man. Love it. Anyways, pickleball champ, fucking look out, baby. Let's go. All right, everybody. My name is Tal Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Tal underscore Jenkins 94. And you can find me carving up the pickleball court, baby. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop and see me on the uh, Ben Franklin Bridge. <laughs> I'm Joel Martin. You can find me loving you guys. Love you guys oh, so much. Oh, oh. Buddy, you just pickled my balls right there with that one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace.